me, Coralie, and welcome to my podcast, Coralie's Anxieties. What the fuck, WEF? <laughs> I think that's the title of this next video, or this next podcast. I have to go back here on my iPad for a second. Is the Great res Reset happening? This is Robert Kiyosaki, and he has Mark Moss on his show. So this is on his podcast show. Now, I follow Mark Moss. I do follow Robert Kiyosaki a bit. <clears throat> sometimes, sometimes not. Sometimes his podcasts are a little too long. I don't have time to watch them. I think the reason why I'm drawn to Mark Moss is taking control of my finances, trying to understand what my money's doing and where it's going and how to best protect myself from what I perceive to be going on in the world. So... I do recommend everybody to go to YouTube, um, type in the Rich Dad channel. I don't know what episode this is, but look, you have to look. It's got a picture of Robert Kiyosaki on the on the thumbnail. You'll own nothing and then and be happy and happy's in red and, and the you'll own nothing and be will be in white. So there's a lot more clarity here. And and I've watched I've watched, um, you know, Mark Moss quite a bit talking about a lot of these things that are happening. The WEF. And the more I understand the WEF and understanding how the WEF is connected to the World Health Organization, the UN. Um, God, there's so many things it's connected to. We hear about the young politicians <laughs> that are all part of the WEF. Now, Klaus Schwab, he gets educated from Henry Kissinger. And back when he was being educated with Henry in one of the U.S. universities, Henry Kissinger had said, if you control the food, you control the people. And if you control the money, you control the world. And we're kind of seeing that. So there's talk about how a billion people are going to starve to death in the next 24 months. And if we look globally... At countries like Sri Lanka, who are done, completely finished, broke, starving. They have no energy. They have no food. We see what's going on in, in Holland with the Dutch farmers. They just shut everything down. Um, here back in Canada, what the truckers started, and it seems that that is a catalyst for what's happening in Holland. And I don't think we're finished in Canada with the trucker protest, but I think it's going to spin into the farmer protest and it's going to be a collective thing. Man, people are scared to talk about this because their bank accounts are being frozen. Uh, they're being arrested and thrown in jail for no other reason than standing up for their damn freedoms, which is, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, <laughs> the whole thing is just mind boggling. Taking away our food, the Paris Accord, <laughs> this is something I've always said is evil. Whether I've talked about it on the podcast or not, talking to with other people, the one thing, one of the one things that I agree with Donald Trump was getting out of the Paris Accord. The first thing Biden does when he's elected, the very first thing he does, is put the Americans back in the Paris Accord. One of the problems with the Paris Accord, and this is one of the things that's happening in Holland right now, the restrictions on being able to grow. In the United States, the government is paying farmers not to grow crops. They're not, it's not even that they're paying them not to grow crops. They're not allowing them to grow crops. 
When the people who create nothing control and determine whether the people that do create something can or cannot create, we have a big problem. We're going to see starvation and hunger here in North America a lot quicker than I think people realize. We keep them looking at the cookie jar and wondering why the cookie is so expensive. They're not really seeing what's going on globally. Oh, those poor Dutch farmers. Oh, poor Sri Lankans. We already know in Canada that our media is bought and paid for by our federal parties, mostly right now the Liberal Party. So they're only putting through blips and blurbs or whatever they're allowed to by the state of the propaganda. And when I mean that, you have to go back in history. People stop listening and stop following history. Our schools aren't teaching history. The propaganda machine in World War II started around 1930 with the Nazi party. And it was a really easy sell. Germany had come out of the First World War, had a lot of their rights and freedoms stripped on a global basis. They weren't allowed to have much for military. A lot of other things going on. You'd have to go back in history and learn that. So the Nazi party comes along. They want to give back the rights and freedoms of their people. And they, they start with this ideology. And then they use propaganda to sell it to the masses. Most Germans did not know what the German government was doing in World War II. And by the time they started to figure out, the decline of the German Empire was coming. The Allies were finally starting to win. But that propaganda machine, that information that was learned by governments, continued. And it continued in the United States. It, it continued in many other countries. And if you go back since World War II and kind of follow the footprints, you know, they don't talk about Operation Paperclip. Operation Paperclip, and it wasn't just the Americans, the Chinese and the Russians were involved, and I'm sure there's a few other countries. Operation Paperclip was an operation to remove high-ranking Nazi officials from the Nuremberg trials. And if you don't know what the Nuremberg trials are, at the end of the Second World War, Nazis that were guilty of committing crimes and being charged, that court thing was held in Nuremberg. So what the Americans did, like the Chinese and the Russians, was to pull some of those high-ranking officials out of the Nuremberg trials to save their lives, save them from a lifetime of incarceration, and bring them back to their country in the guise of scientists. Now, one of the most famous ones that most people don't understand was the head of NASA. He was, the man that founded NASA and the rocket program was a Nazi. And you can go, it's there in the history books. So NASA was found on German ideology in America to make America a better country. People didn't know that in 1950. They didn't know that in 1969 when they landed on a rock somewhere else. We won't say <laughs> my view on the moon landing. I don't believe it happened, but that's a different conversation. How is that possible? Well, it is possible and it did happen. So when you move forward and you start to look at the bigger picture, 1931 with the gold bullion being taken away, the power taken away from the people, their money being half of what it was originally worth, 1971, critical. That's where the WEF is formed. That's where Nixon signs a thing to stop the gold standard and we'll just use 
fiat money. So there's many things that have happened, and this is a progression, and they're getting brave and brave, braver to the point as to where we are today. So it leads me to believe that the pandemic was a staged event. I, I You know, trying to tell people that the, 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 the virus came out of a wet market in China in a city where you have two level four biohazard labs that literally create vaccines and viruses like COVID-19. It seems a little bit janky. You don't have to be super intelligent to go, God, there's something not right. Now we have the world reset and you hear it and you hear these politicians build back better. It's a crock of shit. They want to stop farming to control the environmental crisis. Do we have an environmental crisis? Yes. Is there a way to fix this? There's a 100% way to fix it. But the way they want to fix it is just stop. You have one of the richest men in the world, Bill Gates, buying up farmland in the United States, in India. We've seen the no farms, no food movement start in India. Then the trucker strike in Canada. Now the Dutch farmers in Holland. You need to take the time. I really urge people to go check out Mark Moss on Instagram and on YouTube. This video, The Great Reset, is happening on Robert Kiyosaki's channel, the Rich Dad channel. It won't give you all the information, but it will do a better job of giving you the information <clears throat> that I'm speaking about. I mean, I'm pretty sure I could come up with more information on this and, and point it out. There is... I'll bring this up on the computer. WTF happened in 1971.com. It's a website. Uh, Mark Moss talks about it. So in this video, he talks about this. This isn't the first time I've heard about this. It gives the cost of living. It's, a, it's full of graphs, and it will give you a graph. Like, here's one. Accumulated inflation, 1913 to 2015. <clears throat> Excuse me. When you start looking at all this, when you start looking at all this, sorry, I had to cough. Um, it's kind of alarming. <laughs> uh, you can just the, the graph just takes off after nineteen forty, and then it well, I mean, it, it climbs from the end of World War II to nineteen seventy, and then in nineteen seventy one, it just it just goes straight up. You can almost change the the trajectory on the line. It's, um, how long does it take to save for a house? In 1970, 2.4 years. In 2020, 6.9. That's ridiculous. The incomes haven't changed that much. We already know how groceries are and how fuel is. They'll break an economy with fuel costs. We're all sitting here complaining about fuel costs, but this is all part of their build back better, take over the world, <laughs> keep us broke or kill us via starvation. And a lot of this goes, you know, the final part of this is the CDC, the central bank digital currencies, which means they'll be able to track and control your every spending. They'll be able to shut your money off because they can. There's also talk about giving you a timestamp on the money you worked for. You have 30 days to spend your paycheck or psh, money's gone. 
they don't want you to have things like crypto because they can't control crypto. Trudeau talked about it at the trucker strike. We're going to control crypto. We're not going to allow you as Canadians to have it. C11, Bill C11, Trudeau's trying to pass right now. I hope it doesn't pass. It's very, very little talked about in our country. But if you're creative, you're doing podcasts, you're doing YouTube videos, you're on TikTok, you're on Instagram, even face twat, and you're monetized, you'll know all about this because of your ability to make an income, gone. Well, it's not about taking your ability to make an income away. It's about taking your ability to speak truth. Now, some of the stuff I talk about is incorrect. And that's not because I want it to be incorrect. It's incorrect because I've got bad information. And I do try to watch and absorb as much information as I can so I can put it into my little pea brain and have perspective on it. When I think some of these guys, I mean, Mark Moss isn't an educated man. He did not go to university and college, and he talks about that in his shows. He did that education himself. I think I'm trying to educate myself. I'm trying to know why my money doesn't do what I want it to do, and how do I get ahead? Right now, you have to be lucky in the right spot at the right time, or be blowing somebody <laughs> who does. Um, this is actually very scary, because if a billion people started us in the next 24 months, that's one-seventh of the planet dead. You know, there's another bill Trudeau's trying to pass, stopping, stopping handguns guns from coming into the country from other countries, imported handguns. You've got to de-arm your citizens to take their rights away. Now, I'm not that bushcraft, let's build a bunker underground and the end of the world is coming. It's not coming in that capacity. It's coming in in an entirely different capacity. It's, 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 it's coming in an entirely different way. And it's coming through e-commerce, e-commerce, <laughs> the money. Controlling the money, you control the world. Control the food, you control the people. So they're going to take the food away from us. You can already see that happening. They're going to take our energy away. That's already happening. Germany has to import energy. They used to have a lot of energy. They've closed all their nuclear reactors over the last 10 years. I'm not a fan or in favor of nuclear reactors. Um, but they're green. The problem with nuclear reactors is how do you dispose of the toxic gas afterwards? Yet here we have these people spending $100,000 to drive a biohazard. Electric cars have a very solid sound place in the future. But those batteries that they're powered on currently are an ecological disaster, just like nuclear reactor waste. My personal view <laughs> in automotive and personal transportation in the future is probably going to be hydrogen of some source. Not battery power, not in the capacity that we're doing it, but petro petroleum products will cease to exist in many ways. 
In Canada, we're building pipelines to get the oil that we have, and we're the third highest reserve of oil or fossil fuels in the world. Venezuela is number one for oil production. Most people don't know that. That's where the Americans for years got most of their oil from, not Canada. We don't really need Russian oil. We definitely don't need OPEC oil. Those, I've talked about this before. OPEC was formed in 1971. It was the only way Nixon could secure the greenback as the central currency globally and force the world's governments to trade in the greenback by having OPEC. And the deal was is that we'll bring our mighty military over here and protect Saudi Arabia from all your atrocities in, in, in your region and all the people you're killing. And they're still in a war. I'm, a, I'm an avid F1 fan. Formula One pulled out of the Russian Grand Prix this year because of the war in Ukraine, because it's an atrocity. But they still ran the Saudi Grand Prix. The Saudis have been killing their neighbors for the last bunch of years, and it's not talked about, because it doesn't fit the ideology of the American people or the American government, of, of OPEC. The U.S. is struggling to keep their greenback as the central currency or the marker for, the, for currency globally. And they need OPEC to do so. They need OPEC to trade oil in U.S. dollars in order for the U.S. currency to continue to be the marker. If OPEC pulls out, it's such a big conglomerate and they start trading money in a different, stronger currency, maybe the Chinese currency, um... <laughs> the whole thing changes for the Americans. And they're already broke. We're already seeing Greece, Italy broke. Um, Germany's following suit because they have no energy. When you have no energy, you can't produce. Or when you're, whatever you're producing becomes so expensive, people can't afford it. Then you don't have anything to sell because you don't have a cons consumer. It's just logic. And a lot of this shit falls on the Paris Accord, the WEF, and drives the Paris Accord. So Trump pulling out of the Paris Accord was one of the best things for North America. Um, as much as I don't care for Trump, you can kind of see, he could see this as a, you know, a billionaire, what was happening, and pulling the Americans out of the Paris Accord. It's one little thing. The, the American farmers wouldn't have a problem today with the way they're farming because they wouldn't be running under the guidelines of the Paris Accord, which is no... Nitrogen fertilizer, which we need to get rid of. Nitrogen fertilizer is a product of the Second World War and, and the Germans. Uh, there's a way to grow food and crops very hardy and healthy naturally, but you can't just do it overnight. It takes time to, to change the food source in your soil and rotating crops. This is stuff they should teach in school because it's important. Uh, by cutting off your energy in Europe, Europe has an energy problem, except for France, because France keeps building nuclear reactors. They still have energy. But natural gas, Europe gets natural gas from Russia. They need natural gas to make fertilizer. You need natural gas to cook food in, in bulk. The Dutch farmers aren't farming. There's no food. Shelves are bare. Yet the economic forum and their fucking idiots that are all aligned with it like Justin Trudeau get to eat food, fly around in their fancy jets, their big yachts. They're exempt because they have money and they're in the right inner circle. The rest of us are going to starve to death. 
it's time that you uh, pay attention to this. And I, like, again, urge you to go on Rich Dad channel. Look for that podcast with Mark Moss. It's a really good <laughs> layout of timeline of what's been happening and what's going on. We the people need to change and take back our countries. These are our countries. Our politicians have forgot who they work for. I honestly think JT there thinks he works for Klaus Schwab. He's elected official in Canada by Canadians. He works for the Canadian people, not for himself, not for Klaus Schwab. So what the fuck, WTF? I also urge you to go on this. WTF happened in 1971.com and look at these graphs. It will open your eyes to what's going on. You might not be in Canada, but you might be in one of these countries that's really affected currently right now. But paying attention if this is where your country's going. Anyways, hate to be a downer. It was time for another podcast. This shit is scary. How do we fix this? Well, I think it's going to take education. And I don't think they win. I don't think this ideology wins. I think civil unrest goes through the roof and we're seeing it in Holland and, and in Sri Lanka. We've seen it here in Canada with the truckers. They're getting more educated, more waking up to what these idiots are trying to do. This is a, I don't even know. It's, is it communism? Is it fascism? Is it socialism? It's not anything good for you and me. Now there's only a few things humans need. We need, a, we need shelter and we need food. The rest of it doesn't matter. Right? If you have those two things, you could live to your 100. But they're taking those away. They're taking the ability to have shelter away. Where I live, rents have doubled and tripled. Incomes didn't. Home costs have not even tripled. They've gone even beyond that in a short window, in a few years. There's a lack of food on the shelves. I mean, it's not, it's not empty. But the abundancy that was there even two years ago is gone. Energy prices are through the roof. So heating and cooling your home is a problem. We see families here where I live double and triple stacking in small spaces just to afford the rents. Oh, it's breaking. It's going to break a whole lot sooner than people are aware. People need to wise up and pay attention to this. There has to be change. We need our country back. Not just Canada, but all of us. The United States as well. Anyways, peace, love. Namaste.